Daniel Ricardo, we all apologise. We, we all said that you were rubbish and done and we should write you off for the year and then you go and show us up for the fools that we are by winning the Italian Grand Prix. So, on behalf of all of us, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if we can blame Tom for that because he wasn't there last episode. Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah, definitely me and you, Nick. It is definitely my fault. <laughs> yeah, we probably can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely Tom's fault. Yeah. So, apologies I've to also, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I've also said that it's not going very well mm. um, for Daniel this season anyway. So, I'm fully on board with that uh, <laughs> mistake. I also sincerely apologise. We'll get the apology out there right away. Yeah. Um, so on this week's show, you just heard Tom is back. So we're going to talk about the Italian Grand Prix. But first, we're going to cover the British Touring Cars from Croft this past weekend. Which was lovely, fun. Mm. I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, Croft's always a fun track. Yeah. Yeah. One of my faves. There was no big flips through the potato fields this year, though. Like I had last year. The, uh, oh yeah, I didn't even know if they've like reprofiled the potato field or not. The bingo sheet was quite empty for the normal croft stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not many people visited any crops. No. Uh, there well, Plato nearly did at one point. I thought there wasn't that much mention about how rear-wheel drive always dominates. <laughs> well, that's true because it didn't. Yeah. Well, actually, it kind of did if you look at the results, but it didn't yeah. really. So enjoyable weekend of mm. racing, I thought. It was indeed. Tom, you want to do the news mm. quickly? The oh, news roundup. Did, news it, round did up. it break in news? <laughs> uh, BTCC has a new fuel supply for the next five years. I'm all sure we're riveted for that news. Uh, it's going to use that E10 stuff, which has become the norm on UK forecourts. So hardly uh, a big thing. Um, they're saying <laughs> it's more sustainable, but what even is sustainable? But that's a topic for another time. Uh, <laughs> in other news, obviously we know that next, uh, <laughs> next uh, race weekend is at Silverstone. And the hybrid test vehicle is going to be driven by Andrew Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, to back that up, there's been a press release talking about how fans are excited. So did you know that 57% of drivers believe using hybrid or electric power in motor racing will help convince those who remain sceptical that these cars are credible alternatives to traditionally fueled vehicles? <gasps> did you know that, claim? I did not. That's no. A, that's amazing. Amazing that 54% mm. people believe that, did yep. you say? Yes, yeah. 57. 57, oh, sorry. I've just heard you say it, and I'm still not sure that I know about it. <laughs> it's just not going in. <laughs> yeah, so more than half of drivers believe that using hybrid or electric power in motor racing will help convince them that they're credible alternatives to traditionally fueled mm. vehicles. So this is of those that remain sceptical, 57% yeah. say that it might change them. But how many interviewees that were sceptical, they asked, nobody knows. So what I'm saying is take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it also says that 18% of drivers say a specific manufacturer's performance in motor racing influences their view on their brand, which is very low. Mm. <laughs> I would have not included in that, included that stat. No. no <laughs> I was a... how, how influential is it actually the British Touring Car Championship on my dad's car choices? Well, we'll have to ask your dad. He just bought a Toyota Yaris Hybrid, so probably not. Well, maybe next year if there's a works Toyota Hybrid team. It could have, yeah. It could could at least feel loyal. (laughs) Very true. Um, The other thing is there's a second hybrid prototype now. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a BMW 1 Series that was... I did, yeah. I assume that's not racing. It's not racing. It's just testing. So they can get rear-wheel drive mileage Mm -hmm. going. Yeah. It's the X-Carl Bordley car which is owned by Sicily Mudsport at the minute, I believe. And I don't know who's driving it. I think it was said somewhere, but I've forgotten. Apologies. Do you, um, do you think uh, Team BMW is crapping themselves about Andy Jordan suddenly driving around the track uh, in a very fast car? It's <laughs> possible. Colin Turner well, we shared a his roof pretty soon. Yeah, a, a little clip, didn't we? Um of 2019 of Turkington and Jordan biffing into each other at Silverstone. Yeah. Maybe we see a repeat of that. <laughs> yeah, it won't be also accidental this time, though. Yeah. Um, I suppose we'll, we'll talk about a hybrid later or stuff after next week. But um, oh, We've said it before, it's a bit kind of a bit weird that it's there, but hey, let's see how yeah. it gets going. And the final thing, oh, the two, two final things that news are minis will be a support category for another five years. Job done. And mm, good. The qualifying top 10 showdown will be at Silverstone and Donington. 
Just a mm-hmm. reminder there. Yeah. And the um, reverse garages as well, wasn't it? Where yeah. They're open to the, the crowds rather than the pit lane. Right. I mean, that's really good. It's quite a nice thing for supporters. It is. It is. But I think the, the qualifying format will be the bigger mm-hmm. thing that we'll talk about. Yeah, I just realised. I meant spectators rather than supporters. <laughs> That was kind of more football. Ah, yeah. well, it worked. I didn't, you know, no one realised it. We could have carried on without it. Yeah, I know. Does that mean you can't add to walk through the pit lane at Silverson, not the pit lane, the paddock? No, you, I think you can, but the cars are facing the paddock. Right, okay. Yeah, the um, the garage doors are open at the back of the garage rather than ah, the front. Okay. Yeah, so the cars aren't so facing the pit lane. You can see it when you're walking past. Yeah. And the showdown is like top 10 doing extra session, mm. which my mm-hmm. preference would be they each have one hot lap. Yeah. But it's just like another extra so many minutes, isn't it? And they just go round and round again. Mm-hmm. But, okay, fine. Normal qualifying this week, though. Uh, Yes, for Croft. Yeah. Nice segue that I failed to pick up on there, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruined it. Smooth as always. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Quantity not quality, as we say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But there was a quality <laughs> lap from Aidan Moffat. Huh? Oh, that's, that's a good segue. That's about time. better, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for David Croft's job now. <laughs> 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 There's clips like that. Yep, Aidan Moffat, pole position. Uh, nicked it from Jake Hill with 0.04 a second. That was Oof, great for Aidan. He needed a good weekend. Mm, that's brilliant. He's been quiet the last few. That was a great start. But we've said previously that he's had a much better year and then the last two rounds he's been absent. Mm. Yeah. So this is bouncing back. It helps that, you know, he was lower down the championship order without weight on, but then there were also uh, half the grid in the similar position mm. and they didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, superb effort. Yep. Yeah, that no, was brilliant. Also from Hill and Turkington, mm. who did have weight on. They both did. Ah, these two again popping up at the top in qualifying with that award that they're leading. The Wingfoot? Wingfoot, there we go. I always keep wanting to call it Flightfoot, which doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only thing I want to point out for qualifying is Sheridan had another nightmare. Mm -hmm. Mm, 17. That's bad. As did Ingram. Yeah, is it 21st? Ingram was heavy, but Um, you still don't expect it that far down. No. Butcher was last, wasn't he? But that was mechanical or something. Yeah, so what happened there was Butcher broke down uh, near the start of the session, which is a disaster. He was quickest in free practice one, for what that's worth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It caused a red flag. There was some fluid that came out of his car and Dan Lloyd went off on it, but didn't hit a barrier or anything and carried on. Mm. Uh, But a disastrous weekend for Rory Butcher, as we'll cover, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. as a whole. And it started really with, uh, yeah, not setting a flying lap at all. Yeah. Um, Nick Hamilton uh, had a crash. Uh, he went off at the, out of the back of the circuit. Um, Barcroft, uh, no, no big damage, but um, just unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Ollie Jackson was sort of fo- uh, towing around Sam Osborne. He went wide at turn one. Osborne tried to follow him, kind of followed the speed, went too quick and <laughs> span. He span at turn one. Um, at this point, by the way, Sam Smeltwatch was at, he was in P7 for most of the session. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the final thing I would say about qualifying from my side is that the team dynamics has this really weird strategy at the minute. No one seems to know what's going on. Where they mm. go out for a lap and the car's smoking and then they come in for a lap. They fix some things and it goes out again. So Row Bottom was in and out of the pits for ages, uh, many t- multiple times. Every time he went mm. out on the track, there was smoke coming from the car. Um, he would only do one flying lap and then he would pit. Um, now, he, at the right, at the very, very, very end, he got in his P9 lap. But a lot of pressure to put on the driver mm. there. Um, yeah. Because the other flying laps, he, he got red flag. The red flags came out when he was on them. I don't know if it was a technical issue. In the post-qualifying interview, he mentioned nothing about that at all. Makes me wonder there's some weird strategy there where they're like doing something funny with the brake pads or something. I don't know. Maybe I've seen we've seen it before. They've always we? run hot, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. When they're overheating the brakes. So I'm definitely going to be watching Silverstone qualifying with a eyes peeled on the team mm. dynamics cars. I'm wondering if something's happened, Shedden, because the amount of smoke that was coming off the car and it wasn't coming out of like the tailpipe. Um, 
it seemed to be emanating from, I don't know, yeah, maybe the braking system. So that was qualifying. Mm. Plato up into P10, yeah. not bad. Oh, yes. And Sam Smell ended up 18th. Which is good for him. Yeah, apparently he was disappointed with that, wasn't he? Ah, right, okay. Apparently he, he thought he'd showed much better pace through practice for the first time this year. Mm. Certainly the first half of qualifying was good, but again, it doesn't really count mm. for much, unfortunately. Ah, well. Yep. I'm actually rooting for him now. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I've got, I've adopted him as like a mascot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually had a camera on board as well, which was useful later on. Yeah. Sam Smel- right. Hashtag Sam Smelt Cam. Yeah. Well, you've always said Sam Smelt Watch. Well, both of you have. Yeah. Yeah. And now we were lit- that was that was literal interpretation of that. <laughs> exactly. It Someone was. is listening. It's funky. To this. Yeah. It's, weird. it's in charge of the TV direction <laughs> for the British yeah. cars. I can only apologise to them. Very dangerous. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Race one then. Moffat on pole. Yeah. And he had a great start. Turkington mm. got a real good start. Got alongside Hill, uh, but then Hill cut the chicane. Which made Turkington check up and Lord Potter through into third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit surprised he got to keep Hill got to keep that position, but I think even he was said they've, he thought it was forced off. So they've always kind of let those ones go, especially on the mm. first lap at Croft, mm. um, because you cannot really get two cars side by side through there. No, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of who was ahead and who Turkington was ahead. Turkington was ahead. Yeah, so then he should have been. Yeah, uh, should have given Simple the place back. They are side by side, mm-hmm. but Turkington is just ahead. You could see it from a, uh, an onboard replay from one of the cars following. Might have been Josh Cook's camera angle. But yeah, and I understand. I appreciate that Hillcat turned in right, so straight like Shakira. As you say, they're lenient on that. Yeah. Fine, but they, they, they gained like two, three <laughs> seconds and kept the position. Yeah, and so that one frustrated me a bit. I know it's very hard to change that after the race and also change that position during the race it's not like in Formula 1 necessarily where they do like Perez got a penalty in Monza right yeah for cutting the game but this one wound me up a little bit mm. there's a clear advantage there from Hill apologies to any Jake Hill fans <laughs> and yeah. it cost Tuckington third because yeah. he, he had to yep. lift off and that only Proctor to attack him and I suppose with mm. Proctor in there you again you can't, can't reverse reverse the position so I it's a tricky scenario, yeah. but I would have liked to have seen something like a five-second thing, or I don't know, something on there. Maybe they need to do something like what Formula One does with um, having some kind of you have to go around this bollard to rejoin that costs them not necessarily seconds, but you know, like right. a little bit of time. So is it slower to go that way? And the two places that are needed are last year mm-hmm. at Thruxton and this year at Croft. Yeah, but then uh, everywhere else track limits at Croft are not great, as evidenced yeah. by the first corner. Bugs the hell out of me. The exit of the first corner. Oh yeah. With yeah, yeah. the well, they've tried putting a bollard the there before, bollard. but it just disappears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why did you put it there? It gets destroyed in the first lap every race, <laughs> and nobody actually follows that corner at all. They all just drive over the curb. No. At this point, just slightly, slightly redesign the corner yeah. and you know acknowledge it. Yeah, I know. It really annoys me that does. <laughs> <laughs> cutting the first chains kind of a theme yeah, every race because I think race yeah. two, Turkington yeah. even cuts it. And then race freeze. Yeah, but he didn't get any it. position from it. That's my beef. Mm-hmm. I no, don't he, mind the cut. He he kept the position that one when he was mm. slightly ahead. So it's slightly different, but this one, yeah, was a bit dodgy. Yep. Then Cook and Orphan come together for the left-hander. Cook gets a slide out of the back of the circuit. Mm. Yep. Bumps Orphan, gets past then, but then runs off track because they've got a runoff area there where everyone just mm. uses... Yeah, and keeps the position. Uh, Sutton then gets past Elephant, but then he ends up spinning Elephant. But I didn't see why. Did he touch? Um, he, he had broken himself? suspension, didn't he? Was that that race, or was that another one? That's the next Is race. That the next one. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's not seen. Because Sutton There's gets past him, and then yeah, you just see him facing the wrong way. But there didn't look like there was contact at that point. No, so we we don't know. Ah, that's why then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like well, I could be wrong here, but the the big elephant oh, yes. off is the next race. Yeah, no, you're mm. right. Oh, I've just checked. We we didn't see any replay or anything, and so it's unfair to speculate. Mm-hmm. But could have been a tap from someone. Um, not really sure. Also, going back ever so slightly, Josh Cook with the epic outbreaking 
around the outside of the tower. Mm. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah, just like, well, there's three cars in front of me. I might just go around all of them. <laughs> I know he didn't get, get around all of them, but... The, he got at least um, two of them, was it? Well, he got Sutton and got... Oh, excuse me, got straight alongside Oliphant. Yeah, and then got past him later on. And then with that tap, it was the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, superb. Great awareness on that one. Mm. Hill then keeps trying to challenge Moffat in the last chicane, or not last chicane, the hairpin. Yeah. Uh, it keeps trying to get the cut back and just kind of get it. Moffat's always got better drive than I'm out of the corner. As the race progresses, in theory, Moffat's car looks after its tyres a bit better. Yeah. Mm. So if Jake didn't get it in the first five laps, then it's, it was always going to be a bit of an uphill struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Moffat seems to be slow, like the second half of the lap. Yeah, sunny in and stuff. Yeah, but the yeah. first half, first half, Jake can get anywhere near him. I liked watching that though, even though like there's not like a million overtakes happen. It was really, yeah, uh, fun watching a race where drivers are in cars with strengths at different parts of the track, hmm. which is why we should have. You know, in the past, people have p- perhaps petitioned to throttle back the real drive advantage, quote unquote, or remove them from the series entirely. But yeah, th- you get different dynamics because of that. No, exactly. I agree with that. It's always good to see the uh, sort of the attack and the yeah. defence. Yep, it's what what makes the British Touring Car Championship. Mm. Josh Cook then made a really good move on Adam Morgan through Sunny. Mm. I'm quite a long way back. Yeah. I feel like we only saw it from one board, and I feel like there was a bit of contact. Oh, there, there definitely was, but he, I think yeah. he was yeah. far enough alongside and yeah, wasn't right. running that wide. It's just a... But there was a, a puff, a, a, yeah, a rub there. Yeah. Sutton followed them through then mm-hmm. as well, because yeah. that's what Ash Sutton does now. He waits for someone in front of him to do something yeah. daft, and he just follows on. Which is... did, did you think all weekend he was driving for the championship? Yeah, yes. definitely. There was times he was letting people by, he was being hesitant, mm-hmm. or not hesitant, just careful. Uh, there was times where I thought, oh, he can punt them wide if he wanted, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Or if someone was coming, he would, like, at the last corner, he would sort of, like, move out of the way a little bit. Well, Very clever. This is the is track right? last year where he messed up slightly in that regard, wasn't Correct. it? So maybe it was more conscious from him. Yes, I'd agree with that. I mean, he started the weekend with a 30-point lead, and he left with 29 points, so job done. Yeah. Oh, then, gets a wee bit messy at the hairpin. Um, it's Chris Smiley tries to go up the inside oh, yeah. and get robot him. <laughs> yeah, but three cars, two yeah, cars at once. Yeah, Robotham's got Ollie Jackson on the outside. I feel so sorry for Ollie Jackson. Yeah, it's, was... ne- it's never his fault. No. <laughs> no. But, so Smiley hits Robotham, who then hits Jackson, and Jackson spins, and I think it breaks his suspension. Yeah, yeah, and has to retire. Robotham goes off the track, and he's like fifteen for that point. Um, but yeah, I feel so sorry for Ollie Jackson. It's just he's always in the wars. <laughs> it's, it's very, very his fault. Yeah. Um, Smiley got an official reprimand for that move. Yes, he did. And two penalty points. I feel at one point it's hard to tell from the angle, but he's kind of four wheels off the track on the inside. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which used to be an old school move in the early noughties around here in, in BTCC. I think. I remember Paul O'Neill using it. Oh like, yeah. Four wheels off. I think he could have said well. Robot didn't leave me room, but he didn't leave room yes. because there was someone else there as well. <laughs> exactly. So it was just a bit unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't on that move. Mm. Then Robot gets punted off by Aaron Taylor Smith. Yeah, that looked ridiculous. That one. I don't know if he got a penalty. I couldn't find it, but he yes. definitely deserved one. Yeah, he got a verbal warning. Yeah, which Ooh. isn't really anything, is it? <laughs> no, nope. you've been naughty. <laughs> just, he was nowhere near Robottom and then just yeah. breaks so late and then put, knocks poor Dan off so he's, that's been in two instances in about two minutes that weren't his fault mm. and yeah. it's completely ruined his weekend and he ends up in the barrier there doesn't he and out on the race unfortunately yeah. yeah. and then that leads to the safety car oh yeah it was a good restart from Moffat he went quite early and held on to first, and then Plato's drops down order because he's got some steering damage. Mm. They announced over commentary, but I didn't see. Did you see what, what who hit? No, no idea. But I noticed Butcher was also dropping down, but I don't think they were actually near each other. Mm. I think that was coincidental. I've got a theory. Oh, you can't see it, but at the start of the race, Plato is ahead of Lloyd, his teammate. Mm. Lloyd is very, very close. Then the next lap on the position chart uh, table on the screen they've, they've switched positions and for me from this point on is when Plato's struggling the whole race. Mm. Oh right yeah. 
in the back of shots, you can see him dropping back from Lloyd. He's trying to defend against someone. They get past him. And then he just falls down for the rest of the race. So I think it's early on in the race, and mm -hmm. I think it was his teammate. How about that? It could well be. Oh. And it could have just got worse throughout the race as well with the steering yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't tell you what corner. It was after... They were, the last shot you saw together uh, was Tower Bend. So it could have been through Jim Clark S's Barcroft mm. Sunny, and I think it was that sort of area if I was to guess. Pure speculation, but mm. that's for me when he started dropping back. It would be good if they caught up with all these replays after the race, but yeah, the, oh. they used to. But I think the the support series is series is the support series. Um, there's so little time between all the races yep. that they have to show everything. They don't get the time. That's very well, true. Yeah, but last few years, uh, the Dunlop YouTube channel has put together like some of the onboard action and best bits and overtaking mm. that were not on TV. Right. And it hasn't been like on the day, it's been like a week later or something. Mm. Uh, and the footage is there, it's not of the highest quality, it's the judicial cameras, right? Yeah. But I would still love for the British Touring Car Series to release that each week. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't prevent me from watching it live or buying a ticket. If anything, it causes a debate which might get mm -hmm. people more talking about British Touring Cars. So. Yeah. They need anyway. a social media manager there, don't they? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I think they they have uh, an agency that works for them, and they do a very good job within the budget and resource they've got clearly. But I don't know what the holdup is in terms of yeah, they say additional footage and videos that would really bring the series to life. I think and keep people talking in between rounds, yeah, or over the winter break or stuff like this. It's all a question of resource in it, so mm. we don't know full context. But that's definitely my main beef with the with the series. And it comes from a pace of, you know, appreciation. Smiley and Morgan then had a good fight. And Smiley kept on the seventh. Uh, Oliphant then overtakes Jay Edwards, and Edwards goes flying off. Um, it turns out she's got a right rear puncture at that mm. point. Mm. I was like, I wonder if that was some contact. Yeah, it, it looked like so. when they went in, it was just she ran wide, but then they went to another camera angle, and the tire's definitely gone. Mm. Yeah, completely. For that, and that pretty much rounds up race one for everything I've got. Moffat wins in the same car as Sutton. Yep. When was the last time that happened? He's not won in three years. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Just anyone yeah. in the same car as Sutton. Yeah. Josh Cook won an MG, mm -hmm. I think. Did he win a race that year? I think so. And I actually think Plato won in the Subaru in the first year they were together. But he won number yes. one compared to Ash's 20,000. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was probably the last time a teammate of... Sutton's won a race in the same mm. car, which would have been two or three years ago now. Yeah. Mm. So, what I'm saying there is, kudos, Aidan Moffat. Yeah, did very well. <laughs> yep, headed from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Didn't drive around inside every corner like he had to <laughs> be no, in the season. He defended we, well, as opposed yeah. to just yeah, doing the yeah the wrong one. <laughs> in the places where he was weak, mm -hmm. but in the places where he his car had a different style and was quicker than Jake's Hill. He didn't defend through those parts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. He was passing it on the done. apex when he needed to, but it wasn't just, yeah. like you say, driving around the inside of the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Turkington was too cautious, though, just in general. Because mm. he, he mm. never tried, really, to get back at Proctor. He was always there, but he never really went for it. Yeah. I'm not saying he should just dive down the inside, but... He, he, At that point in the race, he's ahead of Sutton, I suppose. Maybe he's thinking that, all right, yeah. it's a couple more points. But he needs to have bigger swings at this point. Mm -hmm. but I'd agree with that. Well, we'll come to that in a second as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, Sam Smith, unfortunately, 21st. <laughs> oh, I forgot again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Josh Cook, fastest lap. Yeah. Way! A habit now, isn't it? Yeah. We should. He, what was he? What was he christened? Like the king of uh, Thruxton? Yeah, yes, yeah. It should be the fast, you know, fastest lap maestro or something. <laughs> something that, better that, than that. That rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, that, not this. <laughs> it's one of those things where you started talking. I've not actually thought of the punchline. <laughs> you you work in you used to work in marketing, didn't you, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> used to being the word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Willie Butcher recovered to 9, Shedden recovered to 10, Ingram 12, and last point was Carbordley. Hmm. Butcher 9th is amazing. Yeah. Mm. We'll come to it in race 3 where everyone was going crazy about his drive then, but mm. it, it was all equally good in race 1. Yeah. Mm. And Denise back 
this weekend, 24. Oh, yes. And Nick Halstead was stepping in for Rick Parfit Jr. And oh. he was 26. Mm. Forgot those in the news roundup. Yeah. Oh, sacked. Channel 4 News is going to sack you. <laughs> so, he, he, he was pretty much last of the runners, wasn't he? Yeah. Because mm. Jade had retired at that point. So, it's, it's going to be hard to jump into a new car. You've never driven before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the car didn't really change position to normal weekend. Ouch, that's harsh. <laughs> it's true, that. I think it was race mm. race free, but he was following the leaders after being lapped and obviously yep. tried to do what they were doing and just went flying off the road. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fair play. Didn't hit anything, though. No, no, it, it, it wasn't quite like Rick Parfit, but he's, uh, he's out with a back injury, isn't he? Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, return soon. Is he back this weekend, or...? Supposed no to be, idea. yeah. Supposed he was supposed to, to just take a weekend off to give his back time to recover, apparently. Mm. But we'll see what happens with that. Cool. Race two. Mm-hmm. Really tight start from everyone. Everyone's bunched up. Top six. Yeah. Um, mm. Moffat keeps the lead, but he walks up through turn one. Both Tuckerton and Morgan cut the chicane and keep the positions. And then Hill tries to go around outside of Moffat and has to back out at that point. Tuckerton and Cook go side by side and there's a lot mm. of contact. Yeah, that's what I was saying about Pretty the aggression comes out because it, it looked like both of them were just taking it too far. Yeah, Cook keeps turning into him on the straight. He does. He's he almost does. spinning him a couple yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. I thought that was out of order. Then they go side by side for the left-hander and Cook gets another slide. He always gets a slide for that corner when someone's near him. Yeah. Um, Did he actually get a slide or was just the commentary it saying he had like a, slide. a slide. He did have a slide, um, mm, okay. and he smashes Turkington's side and then mm. takes the position. But it was definitely a bit over the top and all on that straight. That could, I mean, have, that could have been a spectacular crash. Because Turkington pushed him wide first, I thought, exactly. initiated yeah, exactly, exactly. it. Yeah. But Cook pushed back, which in a way is fair enough. On a straight pushed line. back more. <laughs> yeah. If you see what I mean. It was like, um, we're not even, and give it yeah. back twice as hard. Yes. <laughs> Ah, oh, uh, on a straight line, it's a bit out of order, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, yeah, Turkington's got opposite lock on at one point on the straight line. <laughs> yeah, oh, gets a bit lucky messy. not to get punches, you know. True. Slightly feeling a bit sorry for Turkington this race. That was just the start of it for him. Yeah. Uh, Hill then gets the lead from Moffat. He's fighting mm. through the second half of the lap. Yeah, lovely uh, side by side action. Yeah, that was good. Good from both of them as well. Yeah. Mm, very fair. Um, and he completes it. They overtake basically just before the hairpin, but it's about half a lap of trying and thought it was a good mm, move. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And nobody's catching him after that. Yeah, he just vanished, didn't he? Which I thought was a great drive. Yeah. yeah, was it the biggest winning margin of the year? I think it was over 10 seconds. Probably. Uh, I think it was five and a half seconds. I know, yeah, right, five and a half. Yeah. But it, I do believe it might be the... Um, it was the war talking like it was going to be the biggest, so I'm assuming yep. it was. Mm-hmm. But it was a hell of a drive from Jake. Was he mm. on se- it? What, second win? Yeah. Second ever win, yeah. And we've, was it second maximum ballast as well? Mm. That was the the really good part. Mm. Apparently, well, according to the commentary again, they were the team did test uh, with ballast on at Croft. So. They did, but they tested with the ballast that he had in race one, which was... yes. 40-something, I thought 46, yep. was it? Um, but that's what they were testing with, which right. is like the medium ballast. Mm. So, top job from them. Mm. And apparently Mark Blundell owes him a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's then chaos in the midfield. Oh, uh, yeah, what's going on there? Hard Car- to tell what happened. It was like Cal Bordley causes it all, basically. Oh, right. Um so it looks like there's a free wide going through a bit of corner. Um, there's a team hard car. There's Bordley, and then there's Butcher who's on the inside for the first part, but it's going to be the outside for the second mm. part. It looks like he knocks right. the team hard car into Butcher, which spins him off. But then Bordley hits the back of Chilton, which spins uh, him round. So there ends up two cars in the grass there. I think Chilton can keep right. going, but. It all seems to stem from Bordley hitting people. So I don't know. The, mm. board, the ah. camera shot didn't show if he got a nudge on no, the grass didn't. or what, but there's definitely a car side by side. And it seems to be him that initiates it all. Mm. 
Because I see, I, I, I think Aaron Taylor Smith was in the middle of it. He it was a bit is. <laughs> it was a bit calamitous, wasn't it? it? There felt, was a team hard, so it probably was him. Yeah. yeah, I felt bad for Butcher out yeah. again. If he he just looked to be on the outside, and everybody sort of moved a bit left, and he sort of tripped over the back. I think he went up in the air. Yeah, um, broke his suspension off there. Um, yeah, right schmozzle. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, felt a wee bit sorry for Charlton as well because this was an okay weekend for him. He seems to keep having okay weekends, and then there's something like this. Yeah. And I just hope he doesn't, you know, quit. Yeah. Yeah, but I wish we had a better camera there, but it just I don't know because I don't know if Bordeaux was knocked, and that's why he couldn't stop. Mm. But well, if we had onboard camera videos a few days later. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to complain more about the BTC production, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not, like, we're, we just want more. We want more. We just want more. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. The live coverage is amazing and superb and really well done. Don't, yeah. don't want to take anything away from that. No. And then after this, Olfen has damaged his right rear suspension and goes flying off the road mm-hmm. with first chicane, but we don't know what happened there, if he was caught up in that incident or if it was an, an incident. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. No idea. Not yeah. sure, but this is that's two incidents we weren't sure with Elephant, but his mm-hmm. right rear suspension's very, very broken. Mm. It's not like a puncture. Then it then it looked like, to me, he was having an argument with a spectator. Yeah, yeah, he was talking to them for yeah. a while, but it looked a bit aggressive. It looked a bit, it didn't look like, oh, these idiots. <laughs> it looked like the guy was like, what's your bad driving all about, mate? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Because he then he walked away for a bit, and then he came back to him, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, what's?" I don't know somebody's obviously mouthed off to him, and he didn't yeah. like it. Uh, poor Tom, that's a terrible weekend for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad one. Jack Patel bonnet then flips up as oh, yeah. the behind the safety car. I think at that oh. point, mm. it looks like he hit someone, and because he checks up, Hamilton just drives straight into the back of him. Yeah, <laughs> and they're both out, aren't they? I think. I think so. Anyway, yeah. Nick Hamilton. Yeah, you're right. DNF. Yeah, flat, it's pretty heavy height. damage to the front of the car. Yeah. You tell... I think he went back out after he pitted. Right. I think they so, yeah. Tape uh, down the bonnet. Yeah, I think they managed to get it down and send them mm. off again. Uh, Sutton tries to get around outside Turkton, but can't do it. Cook then mm-hmm. takes third from Proctor, uh, which holds Colin up and bunches up the fight for fifth. And then Josh Cook attacks Moffat for second. Can't get the move done, and then suddenly drops about two seconds behind Moffat at one point. So yeah, I don't know if he dropped, made a mistake, mm. or was pushed wide. But not sure. Didn't he ends see. up fighting Tuckington again. Yeah, or maybe he damaged his tyres in the move or something. I don't know. Mm. Shedden then pushes Ash Sutton on the grass, but it allows Ingram and him to go through. Mm-hmm. Proctor ends up pushed off line, and he drops away down eighth. Yeah, Turkington had already got past Proctor at that point, but we never saw it on camera. Right. Mm-hmm. There was all sorts kicking off. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, yeah, then it all Shedden was off. very aggressive, I felt. Yeah, so yeah. Turkington tries to take Curran outside of turn one, but Shedden dives up the inside of him, pushes him into the gravel, and he drops away down in ninth at that point. Um, but Sutton manages to get past both Shedden and Ingram through all yeah, that. that. Oh, man. Lovely. I bet it was just laughing. Yeah. yeah. Look at these idiots driving like the, the championships on the line. Well, this race. Shedden, I'm going to say, is an idiot. Because <laughs> at this point, he's not fighting for anything. And that's just, I think that's yeah. far too aggressive for a move on a, someone who's fighting for the title. For, for me, if you, you don't have to push Shedden. Uh, Shedden didn't have to push Turkington wide there. No, no. Because for the next corner, is a right hander. Yeah. So just stay there. But there's a bit of contact which slows him up. Which means Ingram gets past, but then Ingram overcooks it a little bit. Yeah. Or does Shedden turn in a bit? I don't know. So then they both go wide. And Sutton's just like, happy days, lads. Mm. Cheers. There's been a few instances in this year with Shedden where it's just like, why are you doing that? Just yeah. just calm down it's a bit. Just, it's just desperate. It is. It's, that is exactly what it is. It's desperation to get points. Yeah. But you're mm. out of the championship fight. Just calm it down. Mm. It all started, though, with, like, with a poor qualifying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think both me and Nick predicted them for the title, and it's just been a disaster. Uh, yes, we did. Woo-hoo. I have those written down now, by the way. I wrote down <laughs> our predictions. Ooh, uh-huh, let's, right. uh, let's cover them after the end of race three. Yeah. 
At least, at least one of my F1 predictions came true. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nothing else will. This is true. But at least one has. Uh, yeah. At this point, I noticed that Tom Ingram's got a flappy bonnet as well. Yes, he often does. Ooh. The bonnet seems see really flimsy on that car. Mm. I saw it when they lifted it up before the race. It just looked like a bit of cardboard. <laughs> I'll have you know that Hyundai build quality is imperious. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You're still trying to sell that, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I might have just sold it today, this second. Mm. If we finish this podcast earlier, I need to fill the paperwork in. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, then midfield starts getting messy and Dan Lloyd ends up getting pushed out mm-hmm. wide on the grass and he loses six places, I think. Uh, Ingram's got front left damage because he hit one of the tyre stacks. Which he had in qualifying. Yeah. yeah. Which Interestingly. A, a big rant from Paul O'Neill later on. Oh, yeah. And Tim Harvey on Twitter just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, was it Tim Harvey that posted a video of like a bit of drain pipe going through someone's windshield? Oh, I didn't see that. I haven't seen, but it would wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it was something about corner posts. Some, I'll, mm. I'll try and I'll bring up the tweet now. You just continue because it was something right. about the something that, like the cross circuit did. Oh right, well the the race is happening and cars mm. are overtaking. It's touring cars. <laughs> uh, well, Tommy Ingram managed to get something at the hairpin. David Ellison probably says something about stabbed rats. Mm. (laughs) I did see um, Sam Smelt as well, just to bring it back to Sam for a while. Uh, He tried a nice manoeuvre at the hairpin where he tried to go deep in the hairpin, get a good exit. I can't remember who he was fighting. And as he was trying that, Chilton just drove straight up the inside and overtook him. (laughs) Oh, I did see that as well, yeah. I thought, ah, he was trying, bless him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Have we already said it as well that Turkinson got past... Proctor around the outside of Jim Clark S's and I thought that, that was the next bit, but I sorry. My um writing for that was he goes balls out to pass. <laughs> I put superb move. Slightly mm. different approach to the uh, appraisal there. Yeah. <laughs> so I found the tweets. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's all about tires on the the uh, the apex or exits the fast corners. Yeah. Shouldn't be there. Tim Hardy's saying they shouldn't be there. And LDR the performance. Open, yeah, they did. Mm. So LDR performance tuning, who I think was in the minis, right? Um, mm. one of the weighted floppy marker power things, yeah, uh, went through one of their cars of windscreens, and there's an onboard camera footage of it. Right, uh, was that from Croft though, or just another time? I think that was from Croft, but then wow. Tim Harvey uh, tweeted that, um, that. At Croft, they use plastic guttering cut to size because they ran out of floppy mark- oh, markers. Right. But the video on board is quite scary. Uh, Six gear flat through like the left right handle. It's really fast at the back of the circuit. Jim Clark. Yeah. Yeah, and the marker just or the wow. bar just goes straight through the windscreen. So uh, it goes through yeah. the center rather than the side. Mm, you don't want that. No. So no. I, I mean, I agree the... with the rants. At least, uh, oh no, I do as well. It. Dan Camish jumped in some of those tweets somewhere, didn't he, as well? And he's, he said that actually the the uh, tyres and bollards and markers and stuff actually changed from Friday practice to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So when they went out, they were like, well, hang on a minute, what's this? Yeah, I yeah. wasn't there. So um, that's also not so good as well, like if they're inconsistent throughout the weekend. Mm. We've had it for, like, with Croft, with the, like, the Jim Clark S's, the uh, polystyrene there in the past that's been a right mess. Yeah, it just uh, gets knocked to one side. Then they put a safety car out to put it back in place so it can get knocked to side. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've had uh, tyres there before. Was it um, when Motorbase ran the Seat Toledo, whatever season that was? Mm. One of them hit it. And then the next one, oh, what was it called? Was it Matt Allison? Boom! Smacked straight into it. Completely ruined his race. Like pulled the suspension off or whatever. Mm. So um, I agree. But at the, sa- at the same time, the, the, the reason for the tracks doing it is to stop the corner cutting and police track limits and stuff like yeah. that. So there just needs well, to be another another way of doing it. Paul O'Neill was quite honest in that. He said these things need to be changed. He said, but at the same time, I don't have an answer to how we do it. Right there we go. So yeah, you have to have like judge of facts on there to, to stop the corner cutting. But but if the tire, especially mm. in the S's, if the, if there's no tire stack there or preventative mm. block of some sort, you, basically you just have two wheels on the grass every lap. Well, can they not just put the same sensors in that they have on the outside of some corners Right. on the inside? Yes, and they could. And just yeah. give them penalties. I've seen that before in uh, uh, Surface Paradise, the street track in Australia. Mm-hmm. There's a chicane there and they have 
sensors. Oh, and uh, Adelaide in that series as well. And if you cut it too much, boom, penalty. Yeah. But I don't know how much these are. That might be another consideration. True, because they're only used at the um, is it MSV tracks. Right. Jonathan Palmer ones, is it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. Mm. Good drive from Moffat to finish second. Yeah, 75 kilograms. Mm, probably great, yeah. uh, the best drive of the day, I think. Regardless of him winning the first race, I think that was a better drive. I mean, it helped a bit that at times Moffat went back to his little Tom Boardman defensive ways in this race. <laughs> yeah, but he kind well, of had to in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play mm. recovered to 12 after race one. Mm. Uh, Jack Goff got the last point. Uh, Nick Howe said to only finished two seconds behind Andy Neat. Mm. Um, but there was about a 12 second gap in front of him, so they were obviously involved in something. Having their own little race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam's felt. Chilton yeah, with fastest lap. 19th. Yeah, I know. I believe because he went off at the beginning, so he had clear space mm. with fresh tyres when no one else did. Yep. Yeah. That was a bad race for everyone in the championship, really, because Sutton mm-hmm. managed to get fifth. But yeah, shame for Tuckington. I thought that was unfair mm-hmm. enough what happened to him. And mm-hmm. race three. Every cloud has a silver lining. Yeah, the reverse grid draw as well. Was there any reason why Alan Gow was doing it? Yeah, I wondered that as well. He was in studio and just yeah. did it. I wasn't sure if there was, but with the tinfoil hat on, if there's a hint of foul play with the rest of it or if it was I just think a about that. decision. The organisers so, decided the grid. Yeah, that's weird. I wasn't sure if it was more a case if they didn't trust the race leader not to be trying to get the lowest number. <laughs> but probably not. Just, as I say, tinfoil hat. Probably time. not. But Yeah, you're right, actually. It's normally the race winner, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it could Ooh. be a timing thing as well because then they have to get them there, get them to do it. Because was it last week or last race? And, yeah. Um, Steve Ryder. I was going to say Steve Wright then. And Steve Ryder was trying <laughs> to talk to Ash and they couldn't hear each other. Right. So Correct. Maybe they've just changed it just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was all. Yeah. They were struggling so. for time on this broadcast because at the end, after race three, Steve Ryder said, We'll be back after the support race to talk more about British touring cars. Yeah, and then the support race finished at half six, <laughs> and it just went off there. Yeah, so I didn't see that. Yeah, so they're just saying, yeah, they're also tight for time. But all ITV four shows is touring cars and like old crap programs like Minder from the seventies and, and Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, and Tour de France. That's it. Like, sure, you can switch about your schedule for that. You think so? But I imagine it's probably people getting home. So they probably get more views from Minder than they do British touring cars. <laughs> <laughs> So, race three. Um, mm-hmm. Chaos at turn one as Dan Lloyd goes off. Yeah. Bordley runs wide. Jack Goff gets his front end completely smashed in. Off and mm. goes off. I think Jade Edwards yeah. is involved. Yeah, yep. I think Ollie Jackson as well. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what actually caused it, but all of a sudden it just arrived and there was chaos. Yeah, Lloyd was the one who sort of went off, but I don't know why he went off, as you say. Mm. That kind of caused everything behind that, but I don't know what started it. Hard to see. There was an onboard mm. from Sam Smelt's car, right? Yes. It goes down inside. Is it? Is it Goff? Mm. I feel like there's a there's yeah. some contact. I think I feel like it's a late dive and there's contact, but I'm not saying that's caused it because you can't see what's happened behind. At that no. point. He's a he's a he's the last car ahead of it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's all a bit of a bit of a mess. Yeah. Which Maybe. it normally happens every race at Croft. So one yeah. out of three, not bad. No, yeah. exactly. Then. Uh, Jack Mitchell was off. Oh, yes. Uh, and inside the grass at turn two, but nobody knows why. He's just Ah, oh, mm-hmm. I think he's involved in that mm. incident, but just yeah. makes it around there with like broken suspension or whatever and packs up. Mm. Mm. So, safety car. Mm. Uh, the pull-out Lloyd's car. Um, there was a, one of the Janetta races that decided to get a digger on track to pull a car out of the gravel at turn one, just under yellows. And uh, Oof. no, no one was impressed. No. Paul O'Neill wasn't impressed. I wasn't no, impressed. No, Twitter no, wasn't no. impressed. No. Two two marshals stand on track with Twitter ever been impressed. No, <laughs> no. Twitter has never been impressed. But yeah, I thought that was pretty poor not to put a safety mm. car out on that. That doesn't sound good. No. Uh, Nick Halstead then spins off as Tom Olfant passes him. Yeah, I wrote it as he's emulating Rick Parfit. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Parfit would have uh, got around that corner, but then 
not break for the next one. Well, it, speaking it, of not breaking, what happened to Jason? I don't know. I've just I've, I've looked and I can't mm. find the reason. Oh why, yeah, he just suddenly yeah. appears at a million miles an hour flying off yeah. track. It looks like he just literally ran wide onto the grass and he hit the brakes and there was no slowing down. But you couldn't see because there was other cars blocking the view. But that mm. looks to me like that's what happened. But I don't know. Right, I went through it slow motion. There's an onboard shot from mm. someone behind. Yeah. As they go through Barcroft, I think there's side-by-side contact with Robottom mm-hmm. mm. that puts Plato on the grass. And then yeah, he just flies off. That first camera angle, you're thinking, oh my word, this is going to be yeah. a massive accident. It just looks like brake failure, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I, I, <sighs> it looked like he was going it's... into a breaker's yard. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever seen that part of Croft before. No. <laughs> um, thankfully, there was some asphalt there or concrete or whatever. Yeah, he just got his stop, didn't he, before the barrier? Then he basically gave in, but I suppose the, the tyres will be as mm-hmm. round as a 50 pence piece at that point. He did go back out. He, oh, did he? He pitted and then went back out and Maybe ended put up new tires on. a couple of laps down, I think. Right. Yeah, I feel it... like there's contact with. Um, Robottom, I'm not attributing any blame because it's difficult to get oh, yeah. two cars there when they're sort of turning and braking at the same time. But mm. um, that's what puts Plato wide, I think. And then he's just off flying around. The, uh, when they cut to the pit lane to show Plato, it also showed that Jay Edwards is in. Yeah. Yep. In the pits. I think she got out as well, but mm-hmm. it was a couple of laps down. Yeah. I'm assuming it was just because of the lap one. I think she might have got caught up in all that. Oh yeah, maybe. Well, she did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Miller then has a problem. Again, don't know what, but he just suddenly slowed down, lost a bunch of places. Yeah, he seemed to get going again after that, so I think it was some kind of error, or mm. someone hit him, maybe. But yeah. Well, the butcher made great progress up to he was up from mm-hmm. last to twelve, mm-hmm. lap twelve, um, and then it all goes a bit. Messy again as Chilton mm-hmm. hits Osborne, who then hits Butcher and breaks Osborne's suspension into yeah. the flash apron. It was another dive up inside with three cars. Osborne was, was in P10 at that point. I know. Yeah, it was, I felt well. so felt so bad for him. Mm. It was Having it was more run. it was more fair than the Smiley one because he didn't cut the corner. It was it was an on track attempt, but I still feel like Chilton was a bit too far back to try it. Yeah, uh, I think. Before that, isn't there the uh, mess where everybody in a BMW spins? There was, yeah. Um, Morgan, I think, was he was edged onto the grass by Hill, I believe. He was, yeah. And Hill misses that... the apex, right? And then yeah. comes straight back across and mm-hmm. Morgan's there. And I thought, real that's drive, a bit He got spun round, didn't he? Yeah. Then, I know it wasn't quite that, but it looked like Jenny was just like, oh, I'm going to do the same. I so bro- he got a tap. He got hit by Robottom and Robottom yeah. actually got points on his license for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so both so Morgan and Jelly both spun. Yeah, it just it reminded me of uh, two thousand and nine. <laughs> Harry Volcard went off into the potato field. He got came back oh, on. He God. got mud in his tires. He then span at that corner, and Tom Chilton came around and just hit him straight on the side. Pretty nasty incident. And when those BMWs spun there, I thought, mm. oh, here we go. Someone's going to have a side impact here. But yeah, mm. luckily everything was all right in the end. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. No, but just when it was happening live, I thought, here we go, this is going to be a massive pilot. Yeah. We also saw um, Sam Smelt and Rory Butcher battling as well. Yeah. Which is yeah. not something we've seen before. And There might have even been a bit of defence going on there. There was, yeah, and Aaron Taylor-Smith tried to get involved, so Smelt was kind of in the middle of both of them, mm. and that, which I thought was quite good decision from Smelt there, in that he fought for his position, and when he realised it was all going to go tits up, he backed out of it so as he didn't push Butcher off the track. Yeah. Because mm. there's clearly one team leader there at the moment, so yeah. don't There was um, a lot of onboard with Smelt, mm, and he was. seemed to benefit from all these incidents, but then unfortunately f- like fall back as the race went on. Yeah. I yeah. thought, ooh, top 10 is on here. Yeah, I think point. he was as high as 13th at one point. He, yeah. He got involved with Olf, and Olf went up the inside of the hairpin, and Smelt uh, yeah. turned down really hard and hit his door. Yeah. I thought um, it was a bit of a block pass as well by Elephant. Yeah, a fair uh, one, but a little bit. Mm. But uh, that, that lost my place to Jelly as well. So yeah. I think that was mm. what dropped him at the points. Mm-hmm. And then 
and then Sheridan just defended from Sutton all race. Mm-hmm. Sutton yeah. got the fastest lap, but couldn't get past Gordon. So finally, a decent performance from Sheridan. A, yeah. a podium and some TV time at the end and of the day. And he didn't hit anyone. Well, hey! <laughs> um, I thought Moffat did great to finish six as well. That was good, yeah. wasn't it? Really good weekend, and Hill managed to dump seven. Yeah, so um, he got Paul, P1, P2, P6. Yeah. Uh, the team were the best scoring team at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Sutton got a podium, and Carl Baldley won the Jack Sears Trophy as well, right? <laughs> In the final race, so um, they all got a trophy. Mm, yeah, they finished 15th, yeah. Yep. I felt... Um, Felt um, in the last race, I forgot what I was saying there. <laughs> Butcher, that's what it was. I thought I mentioned Butcher. He'd done great to get up to 11, but that just. Where could he have been if he had had a decent qualifying? Yeah. Yeah, just really unfortunate to break down. So I think he's P10 in the championship standings. Yeah. So now, basically, yeah, he's, complete, he's way out of the championship. It's over. But he can save his drive there by making the most. Of being light and quick in qualifying. Yeah. I said this theory before about Shedden and it did not work at Croft. Yeah. <laughs> but so he has, to me, he has to be on pole at Silverstone. Maybe that track doesn't suit that car the best, but certainly he's got to be right up there now for the rest yeah. of the year. I just look at go for race wins. Um, Butcher's had five retirements this year. A lot of them with damage. I mean, that car, oh, yeah. I'm surprised it's straight. <laughs> Only one person has had more retirements than Rory Butcher. Ooh. There's a challenge for you. Is it Jade Edwards? No. No. Oh. Jade's had four. Uh, uh, so I said underneath. Is that wrong as well? That is. Well, it didn't we start half the races. Is it Rick Parfait? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Mr. Ollie Jackson. Is it? Oh, oh yeah. With, With seven. The <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, that's terrible year. The unluckiest yeah. man in the world. He is unlucky. I'm though. surprised he turns up. He had such a good year last year as well, right? Yeah, it yeah. never goes well for him. Yeah. Whereas Andy Neat had no pace all, all season, to be fair, but all weekend. Managed to sneak an 18th place in that last race and has jumped up five or six places in the standings. Still oh, right. bottom of the uh, full-time drivers, oh. but he's now 29th instead of 33rd. Mm. Interesting. I've got a couple of small observations. Mm-hmm. Cool. One, I think we've said this before, but the infinities look too similar. Now, Baldley's got <laughs> yellow accents, right? And but different why? headlights, apparently. And different headlights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always got to spot those. But the Moffat and Sutton liveries at the front of the car have both mm-hmm. got red accents around the headlights. Why? Why Why don't change the flash of red? That's not to do with sponsors. That's just a design thing. <laughs> yeah. That would help everybody out. The other, th- the other thing that slightly annoyed me was, uh, in the commentary, it was like, here's Don Lloyd, the uh, Huddersfield man. He's local to this circuit. And I was like, he lives 90 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody who lives in the north local to Croft? It's not how it works. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the Scotland problem, where <laughs> yes. everything is just down the road. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least, you know, Butcher and Shedden do work at Lock Hill, so they... You can't say that local, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know where Adam Moffat lives, but you know. But <laughs> just, I don't know what you mean. It's bloody hell! It's a different county, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that your rant over? Yeah, finished. finished. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, championship. Ash Sutton had a twenty-nine point lead over Jake Cow, Duckington's in third, Cook and Ingram. Round at top five, and it's over after that, isn't it? 37-point yeah. gap between Sutton and Ingram in fifth, and then Sheridan's another well, 40 points behind, 45 points behind. So it's a five-way fight now for the championship. He can still win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, five in the championship fight, I think. Yeah, it's still so. natural, n- natural, national this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to not the track so much, but seeing what yeah. the hybrid does. And yeah, really we'll know who the championship contenders are this mm-hmm. round. Mm. Three rounds left. Yeah. Still. Oh, who did we. 
Who did we predict, actually? Well, for uh, the championship. Oh, sorry, smacking the table. Um, well, me and Colin picked Shedden. Right. So, who did you pick, Tom? Was it Ingram? It was Ingram. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not. Oh, I'm looking better than Shedden by one position. Yep. <laughs> but it, the points gap is still what thirty-seven points. Yeah. Not this insurmountable, week- but it's not ideal either. This weekend's vital. Yep. So but Ingram in. dropping down to fifth in the championship, but still being relatively close, is good for qualifying. Mm. He has to out-qualify Sutton That's if he's true. got any chance. Yeah. And one thing I need to start doing, which I probably won't have time to do this time, but for all future things, is the championship point table after each round. Because that directly relates mm-hmm. to qualifying performance. And it's never true. really mentioned that much. And, and you can't, once the championship table's updated, it's updated, right? I don't know what the standings were. I can't remember what they were last race weekend. So just need to keep a note of that. Mm. Any more touring cars? No, no, I think that's it. Nope. Silverstone, Donington, and then Brands Hatch in a month's time. Lovely. Yeah, nearly there already. Mm. Right, it's flying by. So, Monza Grand Prix was a couple of weeks ago. The We're going to wrap up with this, just quickly summarising what happened. And there was only one thing that happened, which was the Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton crash. <sighs> Who wants the first go? So, Bottas mm. won the sprint race. Both McLarens did great in that. Daniel Cardo got a great start. Took the lead to the Grand Prix. Held Superb. on. Superb. Dodgy yeah. pit stops put um, Verstappen and Hamilton together. And Hamilton's coming at the pits. Verstappen's on the outside. Breaks really late. Gets almost alongside Hamilton. Hamilton squeezes him and he decides to keep following his line, bounces off sausage curbs and ends up on top of Hamilton. Stewart ruled it's a free place good penalty for Verstappen, put the majority of the blame on him. What's your guys' thoughts? Cars are too wide. <laughs> that is one yeah. thing. The contact yeah. is with the we- rear wheels, so how how's the driver supposed to judge that? Hmm. You know, they're, they're so much wider at the back that when they're, they're they have to obviously they're best drivers in the world and are estimating things, but when they look when they can see the front wheels and the front uh, and and their steering wheel, it must be very difficult to judge where the rears are and how wide the Mercedes is and the Red Bull is together. I mean, this yeah. was a similar incident with the two Ferraris coming together at Red Bull Ring, was it Vettel and uh, Leclerc? And the contact actually is first with the rear wing. This is a couple of years ago, and it's the rear wheel even. So that was that was oh, an yes, element, yeah. and. Um, that's not my main opinion of it, but I just jumped in there with a random thought there. <laughs> Cars are too wide. At the rear. It's difficult to judge. Well, when I first watched it, I was... I think I said to you guys on Twitter as well, it's like... Marginally more Hamilton's fault than Verstappen. And I actually think I've changed my mind. Ooh. Um, but I Well, there are 7 million replay instant. angles to look at, so you've got yes. plenty of... Up- <laughs> Unlike Tory cars, we know what's going on. But I do think... Lewis could have gone a little bit wider, but that's quite difficult to do, to be fair, because you still got to get rid of the corner. But Max has more opportunity to get out of it. And he did go across the sausage curb, which is what pushed him into Lewis. Mm-hmm. And he knows that curb's there. It's not like it's new. But, yeah, I still think it's a racing incident. But yeah, but if that's what you get gonna... for not leaving the space. Yeah. <laughs> I think but, yeah. Max should have bailed. On that mm-hmm. move, lap one of the sprint race, Ricardo could pull the exact same move on Verstappen. Verstappen squeezes him so he backs out. Mm-hmm. Lap one of the main race at the second chicane, Hamilton's on the outside, gets run out of room, goes over the curbs, backs out of it. There's a point where Verstappen needs to back out because Hamilton's closing the corner, as everyone does there. Yeah, and he, he keeps going. And I forgot about this, but the clip was circulating online afterwards he did an exact same thing with Felipe Massa like four yeah, years I ago yeah I saw that you yeah. shared it yeah four years ago he did an exact same thing and ended up with a puncture on the broken front wing so it's mm-hmm. like at some point you have to yield at some point especially from the championship fight and mm-hmm. that was the one where I felt he should have yielded yeah it's great that, Formula 1 though we're all talking about it oh yeah definitely yeah but no I, I agree with that yeah, I think he should have but I also think it's a bit unfair to penalise him yeah. yeah, yeah, I was surprised he got a penalty. Yeah, 
but my I don't view think it's was make much difference because they're going to take engine penalties anyway, probably. Oh yeah, it's all going to be bundled together, right? Mm-hmm. Some weird thing. So he's just going to start last, is he? Well, that's if that's what they choose to do, but that's the theory at right. the moment. Apparently, they're rushing through an engine upgrade as well. Russian? Did you say? Way rushing. My view is that it's a racing incident predominantly, and I think. Um, both had a part to play and both end up in the gravel so that's it I would have just left it at that but we seem to yeah. have this rule set now where you have to attribute if you're going to do something you have to attribute blame so they've gone with Max and he's probably the one I would have sided with I just wouldn't have yeah. given the penalty but the rule set seems to be you have to give some sort of ruling now you can't just say mm-hmm. oh that was a racing incident so the cars are too wide at the rear and the rule set says you have to give a penalty out or some sort of you have to judge someone at fault but sometimes you don't have to in real nah. really. Yeah. No. What the criticism was it wasn't as uh, Hamilton got a lenient penalty at Silverstone compared to that. But the the reason is that both cars were out yeah Italy and the shoot yeah, could have stopping a ten second penalty if it continued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd have been the same. And yeah, I disagree with Damon Hill and Ralph Schumacher who said it's yes. totally deliberate. <laughs> uh, they said Verstappen's was moves was deliberate. Oh yeah, yeah. they Damon Hill wasn't even hinting at it. He was basically like, "But he's taking him out there." <laughs> yeah. Oh right. To be f- if you if you look at it as does just Verstappen decided to keep going or or Bort he decided to keep going. Mm-hmm. I don't think any fault was he's going. I'm going on top of him. But yeah. There's definitely a point where he can change his mind. Uh, but I wouldn't go as, as far as Damon Allen saying it was a deliberate no. one, or t- Total Wolf even said it was a professional foul. I did see that. Yeah, Which I don't agree with. No, although At least he was, was pushed quiet. into that quote, I think, because well, I think right. they were talking about Damon Hill saying that he thinks he t- deliberately took him out. Oh, okay. And um, before, so yeah, I think that was a little bit engineered oh, by context. the Sky Sports F1 team. That one, right? Chalk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just big congrats to McLaren. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, could have could have easily been Lando winning that race if he had got the start at the sprint, but Ricardo did a brilliant job. Mm-hmm. Full credit to him. Full credit to Lando to get P two as well. Chapeau for um, Ricardo for pulling off the the amazing start and then also yeah. holding Verstappen. Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh he was third and then everyone crashed out. Yeah, no, um, he was in the lead all the, all quite the time. Possibly would have won that race regardless. Plus a lot of praise Valtteri Bottas. Fastest lap qualifying, won the sprint race, and recovered to fourth, or but became third uh, in the proper race. So, did yeah. you disagree there, Nick? Uh, no, I'm just thinking about how much of a. Yeah, I won't say the words I'm thinking, but um, Coulthard was at the end of the race with Bottas. What was it? Just well, it's um, Bottas has got third place. He's on the podium, and, and he's just talking about to ask you about is Max and Lewis. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it created so... a great meme. Yeah, where... yeah. Bottas turns around and he comes back and he's got like a smirk on his face. So <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was I like thought order it was, almost. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I prefer that to a Matt Webber question that never ends. But uh, yes, it was like, ooh, this is awkward. But it's like, what's your opinion on it? I, just, I don't really have one. And then it happens to come up on the screen behind him and he's going, watch it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's that, your opinion on it? Uh, Still yeah. haven't got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nonsense. Um, and also, shout out to Sergio Perez, who was an idiot all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bloody corner cutting and Why was, what, positions what? back. Yeah. I don't understand that. At what that, point did you think that that was acceptable? Yeah. And so Red Bull stupid. said that they were waiting for confirmation from... Well, Michael don't Massey, wait for apparently. confirmation. Use your own initiative. No, but that's what that's they like said. A, a, uh, uh, Michael Massey then said they were told. Oh, but they didn't. So there you go then. Well, you report yourself. Um, mm. I want to give a little shout out to before we disappeared, Giovinazzi, mm. because mm. he messed he, he he messed up there. He cut across the clear right and spun out. Although when you watch the clear on board, you kind of think, well, mm. you could see that coming, though, could you not? Mm. Yeah, but, but he, he did. He didn't. He came across, but at the same time, he could have carried on going straight, but he carried exactly. on going left. Exactly. So, so it's his fault. But yeah, it was. Then it, do you know what maybe think about? Oh, hang on a minute, Giovinazzi is fighting with the Ferraris. True. In an Alfa Romeo. That's mad that he's even up there. Mm. And going for it. And not just letting him by. So, props. I was so ready to praise him this week because he had a great qualifying at Zandvoort. Then had a puncture. Unlucky at Zandvoort, yeah. 
Yeah, and then he had a great qualifying here, had a great sprint race, and then he bins it on lap one. Yeah. I mean... I hope uh, he gets a drive, though. I don't mm. uh, I think, don't think he will now. Formula 2 I driver. don't either. Yeah, I think his time's up. Who's the, who's the guy put in there? Guan Yu Zhou is the yeah. thing we're really? thinking of, but I really don't think he's good enough. Uh, okay. I hope Giovinazzi keeps it. But he has 30 million in to throw at them, apparently. Oh, uh, right. Well, that's a done deal, then. <laughs> so yeah. we'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, there was one Me. other thing I wanted to quickly mention. Mm-hmm. I know we haven't much good time, but um, yep. did you see the incident in qualifying um, with the um, people out in the pit lane nearly getting run over? I didn't. Oh, not God, yeah. yeah. What happened? That, there? Was, that was bad. The Aston Martins were released into the pit lane um, in when the Mercedes were already kind of there, and in order to avoid them, they then sort of carried on on the slow lane where there's the person who's letting the Alpines out, Oof. is standing. Oh, my word. So it's... I mean, it's all going slowly, but it could have been a very nasty thing. It takes one sort of false move or someone falling over or tripping or something. Yeah. One one of the teams got uh, a warning for that. I can't right. remember if it was Aston or Alpine. I think it was the Alpine mechanic, because I think they said he was standing in the wrong place, but well, everyone else was kind of there. It's just he happened to be in the way of a car. Yeah, I mean, that's what they said, is everyone was doing it, but he was the one that almost got ran over. So. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that was messy. And then just qualifying in general was a mess. Yeah, it was. People oh. tried to weave through the traffic. But we, that's, we did, that seems to happen on these sprint weekends. Mm-hmm. They need to do something about qualifying where you can't be on the racing line or everyone has yeah. to be on the same side of a straight. No if one gets a penalty for this anymore. No. No. It's weird. Like, They've got to do something because so, there was cars actually weaving along the back mm-hmm. street before they got to Parabolica. I yeah. mean, that's oh. just... They kept saying Parabolica on the TV, yes. so I'm clicking Al- Al- Alboreto. Oh, somebody tell Crofty that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I enjoyed the Italian Grand Prix. I, I, I did. Just, yeah, it was really good. I had the joy of watching Loved it on it. my phone and Sky Sports app. I was oh, sitting yeah. waiting for a train, so... Oh, and nice. helmet cam during the race from George Russell as well, from oh, the sprint yeah. race at least. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah, have we spoken about George going to Mercedes? Just if we haven't, well done. Yeah, brilliant. Looking forward to it. Yeah, what's the cars? What's the drive? Basically, all the drivers have been confirmed to next year now, apart yep. from Giovinazzi. So. Yeah. Giovinazzi. I think I'll do this. Good old Giovinazzi. <laughs> Come on, I hope he gets the drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right I think that'll do it then for this week um, mm-hmm. back next week with Sochi and yeah. also with Silverstone National if Sochi happens yes um, it's underwater now according to Nick so that's good nice one see you there yeah have a good one mm-hmm.